On this episode during the reality chop, Toya G and myself will ask the question, can you be friends with your ex? And then jumping right over into the social chop, we're going to talk about what reparations looks like in 2016. Then closing it out with the health chop, we're going to take a look at our fitness goals we have for 2016 and the challenges of sticking to them. Stay tuned. This is the chop up. This is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up, and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G, and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the West Coast, but still gonna keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically, cause on the mic, on the phone, we can have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media, and you can chop up any day, cause you can stream us in any place, and didn't I say I was Cam G, the coolest? Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a recording where no one can do it live. This is the chop up. This is the chop up. Alright, so let's jump right into it with the reality chop. I was actually watching an episode of The Real the other day. And okay. if you don't know about that show, it's a talk show of women from you know some diverse backgrounds but all in entertainment it's like got to uh tamar tamara maori uh jenny my i think adrian bayline and lonnie love right mm-hmm. and on this particular episode adrian bayline goes into this story about how um if y'all know her remember 3lw from like middle school oh yeah getting inside <laughs> broken promises promises looking in my face seeing different okay i'm done um hey. <laughs> but she was going into this whole story about how um i guess she saw her ex from like six years of like six years at a party mm-hmm. they were broken up for like six months or something like that and oh. they was you know buddy buddy six years and that's a long time to be yeah. with somebody you know mm-hmm. you probably got real situated you know uncomfortable in your relationship and y'all shared a whole lot of stuff y'all had a lot of significant moments with each other and so mm-hmm. You know, that's a long time. What's your, just out of curiosity, and if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, what's your longest relationship? What's what's the longest relationship you've been in? Uh, three years. Three years. Current and I relationship. Think, got you. And so. I think, ooh, so this is this is a thing for you right now, you know, yeah, not really for yeah. you to think about, but hopefully not in the future, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, but maybe in hindsight, some of the shorter relationships are the other ones. I know my longest relationship was like three and a half, something like that, mm-hmm. but a lot of people were astonished at their interactions at the party because they were like, wait a minute, how can you, you know, really vibe out and be friends with your ex? So for today, for the reality chop, I want to pose a question to you and and I want to kind of hash it out with you, especially getting your perspective as, you know, a gentleman out here on the dating scene. What do you think about being friends with your ex? Is it, is it a thing? Is it possible What's what's your original, uh, just general take on being friends with your ex? I was just say it's it's just too weird, you know. It's it's too weird. I think you be definitely definitely can be cordial and have conversations and stuff, but you know, just going out to kick it and all that. It just okay. So that's your line. That, that also, like that y'all also can... depends on what happened in the relationship, because you know a lot of people, you know, when they're in their relationship, it was on bad terms. So it could have been. I mean, I haven't had that really happened to me a lot so um i guess i would just say yeah i mean it's it's that would just be too weird in my in my opinion so you okay so you said you said something about it being cordial what does it mean to be cordial like 
what's what are the what is no, what does cordiality be, consist of? We not about definitely is not about to be some uh, some texting going back and forth or you know uh, we on the phone few times a week or anything like that we might speak a couple times within a year you know what i'm saying or it's so happy birthday merry christmas yeah happy how, fourth how's of July. everything going you know um people doing all right because you know a lot of times in relationships you you know like you know certain people and you know cousins or you know your mama or daddy or brother Something. you know so you get you know it's just if it wasn't a bad thing now just if you had a bad relationship then I'm sure you're just not even going to want to think about that person, right? I mean, more likely than not, I just, I maybe not. I mean, even in bad breakups or whatever, like I said, yeah. with all that time invested, you still have a lot of overlap. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if yeah. how we broke up wasn't the best, if, you know what I'm saying, your auntie became my auntie, you know what I'm saying, yeah, your cousin yeah. was my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it really becomes difficult to... You know, in that time frame, somebody might have got pregnant. Somebody might have passed away. You, yeah. There are events that y'all go through with each Some other. Of those and connections so, that, you know, still remain. And I ain't really defending that. I'm just really yeah. asking, you know, like, at what point is it is it cut and dry? Like, is the line cut and dry? Or do you think it, it's a case by case? You just kind of got to deal with it as it exists and as it comes. I feel like once you get to the line, you be like, nah, this is the line. So, like, nah. <laughs> just, it, I don't know what type of situations we're talking about, but. Even just going, like, going to have some drinks and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. and it really depends on the person. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think it's just, like you said, it can be case by case. Well, you said, you said, case. you said you don't really know the circumstance and the situation, so I got mm-hmm. one. Okay. What if, because here's the common one that a lot of people deal with, and I know I've dealt with mm-hmm. um, plenty of times I'm dealing with and navigating now, is what if you were friends before? You know, it's not like mm. y'all just met each other. You're like, hey, hey, let's yeah. be a thing, whatever. But y'all yeah. knew each other and maybe, you know, ignored it for a while. Or maybe y'all grew up and, you know, grew yeah. into people who liked each other. And maybe you thought they was but ugly, but they did something. And all of a sudden yeah. you said, oh, shoot. <laughs> and now y'all grew to that level. What if what if y'all was friends beforehand? I think it's something that could come back. But it's probably, you know, with time, heals heals everything. So it's probably, you know, the breakup the time apart maybe and all that but I mean there's somehow you're able to reconnect because there was a friendship that you know started the whole thing anyway but if y'all was really friends then you should be able to be friends that's how I see it same friends or like it'll be different it'll definitely be different because you can't just forget you know the the relationship but it, it has to be just a kind of a mutual respect like you know if you're not gonna, gonna go down that path anymore let's be friends if we really gonna be friends but like I said, it mean that depends on a person too. I mean, you know yourself better than anybody, but yeah, I'm not sure who you're speaking on right at this moment. Yeah, find out. <laughs> That's real. I just, I you know, yeah, it's yeah. always gonna be kind of peculiar. Like with your friends, you want to be able to tell them about you know the person mm-hmm. you with, the person that you date, and the person you're talking to now. And I always just feel like. Yeah. That that's always so awkward because either I find one or two things to happen. Either the person still, you know, has residual feelings, they figured out how to deal with them, but it's still like they still care about you so they don't want to hear about stuff like that, which means yeah. you have to like center yourself and like walk on eggshells when it comes to, you know, looking at somebody and you know thinking they're attractive yeah. or talking about your relationship or whatever. Or mm-hmm. 
they sit up here and want to be an expert in your relationship because they like, yup, that's what you used to do to me. That's what, remember we used to, I always used to tell you about that. And nobody want to yeah. hear you, you know, relive yeah. being right. Like, that's go sit old. down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So. You old right now. Yeah. <laughs> you old right now. Like, that's real though. Like, you are yeah. old news. So, it's like, what's the line? How do you give somebody a line if you say, hey. You know, we are really trying to pursue a friendship and be friends. How you be mm-hmm. like, but you don't get to talk to me about this or talk to me about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's I a hard place I, to put I mean, somebody. If you could just be, you know, if you're really going to be friends with somebody, it's like, you know, hey, you know, I'm not really cool with that. But, you know, I know you're doing your thing. Yeah. It's all good. But, you know, just change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just if that's what it's really going to be. But for some people, they really, I don't think, a lot of people can't really handle that, that friendship, you know, past the relationship yeah it i mean be, like like i had said before it could be one of those things where it's just like i just you may just it'll be every now and then you just hey what's up how right, you doing all right cool and just you know see if you're still alive yeah because you know, <laughs> i don't i don't hate you i just you right, know what i'm right, saying right. i just we not supposed to be with each other you know right, right. and that has to be okay to a certain extent mm-hmm. i definitely i'm friends with you know, a large, a large majority of my exes. So, you know, shout out yeah. to y'all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> keep being you. It was great. You are awesome. If you supporting this, you the real MVP for real. And I know I chose yeah. you for a reason. Like, thank Dang. you so much. I wonder if any exes listening. You so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you so sweet. Thank you so much for your support. You know, yeah. we couldn't do this without you. You know right what I'm saying? On. Stalking right us on. and seeing what we doing. I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> what you this nigga talking about? Language. You said no, what? We appreciate y'all. All right. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So here's where it gets funny. Here's where it gets sticky. Okay. Okay. What about you know? You have a, a deep, intimate relationship with somebody, and not only do y'all find yourselves, you know, deciding that y'all don't want to be together no more, but y'all like best friends. Like, what about that threshold of best friendliness? Is that in, a thing in the relationship? Like. After y'all break up, y'all decide, you know, we can't really be together, but I love you enough to, like, want to be your best friend. Like, and I'll give you a case in point, an, an example. Okay. Um, I was reading an article or something or a story on something I was on that just talks about, like, these blended families and how mm. a lot of people are, like, you know, really taking these blended families to a next level, not ter- not blended in terms of, like, or some, one partner had kids, another partner had kids, they get married, but, like, the ex- like somebody will be two people will be married, mm-hmm. somebody will get a divorce and get remarried, and the person they get me remarried to will be like the ex wife's best friend. Oh, and then you somebody be, <laughs> the, the ex wife will like have a get married and have a baby, and then like the stepmama will be also like the godmama to the baby, and then Whoa. everybody goes and just does everything together. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like. Y'all are family, basically, but in a whole new way. And so your ex-husband's or your ex-wife's husband, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, they on some next level stuff. You need to send me that link. Yeah, like, like. it was really, it was interesting (laughs) to watch because I'm just like, that really. When you you say doing, I'm sorry, when you say doing everything together, that you know, it's like, if, if they're really making that work, it's like. Well, I think I also think you know, this kind of about communal and you know we need each other to move forward, but that's that's pretty bizarre, I would say. 
and thinking about it out, it's it's bizarre, you know, yeah. and interesting on one level. But now that I say it out loud and really think about it in connection with the conversation we were having about being friends, mm-hmm. I think this situation is a little different because these are families. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, these are people who are like, not only will I put myself in a position to respect your new mate, you know, and work with you all as you all grow a family and you try to adjust to the family that we've already established – but, you know, for the sake of our kids, and that's a new dynamic into it that I wasn't a part of the other one, is that, you know, they're really doing everything they can to provide a good, healthy environment for their kids to grow up in where everybody just kind of loves each other. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I, it's weird and that's tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sense of that, but I, re- I remember just reading our article, but also reading a lot of the comments, and people were like, you know, this is actually pretty awesome. It's weird, but... In that same breath, it's amazing to see adults put aside their differences and their experiences and their past, really things that are supposed to be in the past, yeah. to leave them there and put them there for the sake of, you know, showing... Killing the ego. Cause killing egos. Thing. Yeah. Showing their children, like, forgiveness, you know, mm-hmm. showing them how to, you know, make productivity out of what could be a chaotic situation and just wow. how to love on people, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that's the, what that makes that unique. I won't say that that should be the case. Like, I couldn't, like, get divorced and then get married to somebody else and then be like, you want to go bowling? What <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. Um, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we can't go do nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we could go kick it like that. Right. But maybe in a, fam- in a familial situation. Hmm. What about, and I, th- I think I can round it out asking this question to you. Okay. What do you feel about being friends with your ex when you're single versus when you're in a relationship? Because I think we've kind of assumed that, you know, when before when talking about it, that you're going to be single. But mm-hmm. what about when you're in a relationship? Is it a zero tolerance policy? What do you do with those friends that you had before y'all got together, y'all broke up, you in a new relationship, and you still trying to keep your friendship? Like, what do you do if you're mm-hmm. starting if to I was, I mean, if y'all was really friends, it wouldn't... I mean, hmm. Do you? It's honor? almost like it's almost zero times, but it's is is not because it's like you know what is actually happening. Is it just communication? Is it are we meeting up? You know, uh, what does it once matter? a month? You know what I'm saying? It's it's definitely. Yeah, oh. it's. I, I think when you're in a relationship, there's definitely you know you gotta respect um, the other person. So, um, so the other person's requests matter. That's what I want to ask. Like, if you want a relationship, yeah, it definitely does. But if, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's caused some, uh, some divisiveness. <laughs> so you telling me this? You know, tell yeah. me. So tell me. It's like, this. yeah. All right. So you uh, in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. With somebody, you in a mm-hmm. new relationship? You really like mm-hmm. them? You really care about them? Y'all enjoy spending mm-hmm. time together? You want to tell them all the, you know, internals, all the important, juicy stuff about your life. And you do. But the first person you end up telling is, you know, this close friend that you have. You know, when you want to, when you feeling scared, when you feeling nervous, you've been in a relationship with somebody. Y'all were friends before y'all got together. Y'all had a relationship Mm -hmm. that just didn't work out. And maybe now y'all trying to, you know, just be friends. And yes, that could could be possible. You know, you know, I've I've experienced that. Um, someone that I was um, in a relationship in the past, you know, they mm-hmm. were in, the, you know, happily in a in a new relationship. They were just having some some issues, and it, I really was just listening. And I guess they were just like, you know, they, they said thank you just for, you know, just listening. 
And I was like, cool. I mean, I know how it is. Well, my thing is, do you tell? But that was that was that wasn't like, but that's not like a common thing either. But you know, I, sure. I was willing to you know to be a listener. Yeah, and I wasn't you know wasn't judgmental or saying you need to do this, you need to do that. It was just you know it was just a a cool conversation and. And I guess that's that's what they needed at that time. Right on. I guess someone that was kind of so att- unattached that I, you know, probably wouldn't pass judgment and things like that. Right. Well, I mean, so. my question though is more so in terms of like the new girlfriend. So if the new girlfriend mm-hmm. is like, you have this other friend that you go to and you tell your secrets to and you tell your issues and stuff to, mm-hmm. and I just want you to be with me. Like, who do you who do you please? Who do you cut? You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you try to make happiest your friend that was already your best friend y'all don't even have to be in a relationship let's Mm -hmm. switch it up a little bit the friend that you have say it's just a free another female friend but they just happen to be it's me say for instance it's me okay and you know what i'm saying and you in a relationship and they like i don't care who it is i don't care if it's toya g if it's a woman (laughs) i don't do women y'all can't be sitting me and you was on the phone for hours hours that ain't that ain't gonna happen so that ain't happening, and that's the thing. I do have a, uh, I have a lot of uh, women friends, right? Friends that are women. So, you know, I think that's some. If you if you know me, you'll know that through conversation, through seeing seeing what I do. So that'll be like, nah, you good? You can go on about your business. Cause <laughs> these are, these are my friends. These these people I consider family. Right. So, nah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You know it's, it's just because oh. I said you, you shouldn't be yeah. <laughs> I, I, tell them like, just, tell them. it ain't I'm gonna be me yeah. I'm gonna be me you know yeah. what I'm saying so you're not gonna stop me from being me it's good to hear you know what I'm saying that we ain't yeah. doing a survival style I'm not gonna get yeah. voted off the island I'm here to stay <laughs> nah for real all your yeah. all, all your girlfriends and by all I don't mean like you be having a lot of them but the the, the, the individuals <laughs> that I've known you to be in relationships with since the, the time that we've been friends have always yeah. been supportive of our friendship. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. Shout out to to everybody who let us do what we does and kind of kick it like that. And to mm-hmm. everybody who is, you know, just kind of secure enough in themselves to be like, you you know, be friends. Yeah. I think too much hey. of the world around us tells us that men and women can't be friends for a bunch of different reasons, and I think that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, Definitely. I mean, are individuals, you know, not to put anybody in boxes. All my mm-hmm. people out there, individuals can be friends with other individuals. All my non-binaries, everybody, yes. you know, be friends. Make friends. Yeah. Be friends hey. with somebody. Be- befriend somebody, show you know. Love. Be friendly in order to show. What does it say? Uh, if you want a friend, show yourself friendly. That's what the phrase is. Hey. I'm with it. Friends. All right. So, yeah, I think. The reality chop is good business. Friends with exes, I think that the general verdict is it's a go. Yeah. In certain circumstances. Yeah. If we negotiate <laughs> the terms and conditions. Yeah. Case Both by case. Case by case scenarios. Let's talk and just about it. Make sure we understand where everybody is at and so everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Well, Let's we got up. Well, we actually got a song on the way. You know we always feature hot new artists. If you got some music you want to include on the Chop Up, send us an email at the Chop Up email at gmail.com. The Chop Up email at gmail.com. The song we have coming up is from an artist by the name of Sean G. Sean G coming straight out of Dallas, Texas. That's one of your homeboys, correct? It's it's one of my cousins. Uh, he, he put him on, and I, 
you like the track, so I said, let's do it. It's a beautiful so we got thing. Shun G. Shun G with the song Solo. Listen, if y'all want to find Shun G and you like this song, check him out on Twitter. Uh, that's at Rashawn, R A S H U N 91. Twitter at Rashawn, R A S H U N 91. Or on Instagram, uh, Shun, S H U N underscore G 91. And that's go. on Instagram. So hey. right now we got the song Solo. Yeah. I went home every day, he said, he said, cool, why you always solo, man, why you solo, <laughs> I said, shit, you know, solo the better way, the better way, let bullshit, let drama, you ain't got to worry about it, you ain't got to worry about it, Ryan for me, you want some bullshit, you know what I'm saying, yeah, all right, you know that I ride by myself, yeah, and I'm solo, Sipping Henny and Coke, smoke a black amount, pumping, rowing the truth. Family niggas hate to see me coming cause I do what it do. Now it ain't no love in the city, which then turned my heart cold. Some friends turned to enemies, but I guess life goes on. Bitches turned their backs on me when I was locked down. Same hoes turned their back on the nigga dick. Now plenty ups and downs, but I smile and maintain with the Lord on my side. All lies against me. Who can I trust sometimes? That's what these niggas got me thinking now Running game, trying to see what they can get out your high But ain't nobody got bail for a G If I was locked up right now, would you accept the call? See, I'm not no fucking dummy So go find another one, shout it Cause I'm solo dolo to the end of time For real, homie, I'ma ride by myself And I'm solo Fucking with nothing, hoes. Got focused on what's more important, like my life goals. To get my mom's a crib posted by the lake, bro. And take expensive trips, you know, party and parlay, too. So when you see me in my zone, just leave me alone. Product of my environment, and no telling what I'm on. Yeah, and it gets real when it's on. And I ride solo, solo, home. Ride by myself, and I'm solo. Yeah. Solo dolo, man. 
wise man. I'm better I'll run it alone, you did. Alright, that was Sean G with Solo. Make sure yeah. y'all go find him on the Twitter and the IG. So uh we're gonna move right on into the social chop. You know, Bernie he was posed a question about reparations and he mentioned that it would be divisive in Congress and no the the chance of getting reparations through Congress is nil and the yeah. subject is just divisive in itself. So um, shout out to the Tennessee Coates article in the Atlantic, uh, shedding a lot of light on that. Got me pretty hip to the issue, but uh, you know there isn't anyone that is for reparations that is running for for president currently. But you know even with that, we still wanted to, to discuss the issue because it's definitely necessary. But what would that look like in 2016 for you, Toyji? What does reparations look like now? What, what would well, that mean? Reparations right now, and to be clear, I think there has been some numbers crunched and some things quantified mm-hmm. based on just, I think, the way they came up with the number $14 trillion. $14 trillion is the amount of money. $14 trillion. $14 trillion is the amount of money that if uh, reparations were to be paid in 2015, I think these are numbers from last year, that mm-hmm. that would be the amount that the government owes. And that number is formulated by going by a per slave with the amount of hours and labor that was done within those hours between the years that slavery occurred, so the 300, 400 years that that went down, mm-hmm. times uh, interest, I think, in and accounting for inflation or something mm-hmm. like that. So right. if everybody who contributed to that system was paid or whatever, it would be total the amount of $14 trillion. Uh, you asked the question what that would look like now. And if mm-hmm. I had to pick a way, like, that could look like so many different things, right? Right, right. If I had to pick a way that I feel like this money could be spent, I think um, the very least that we could do to start to take a swipe, I think the most disgusting aspect of our issues are are issues of poverty and homelessness. Mm. And I think homelessness Mm. in and of itself has become a new form of criminality that we're not necessarily talking about. And I think Mm. that reparations, I mean, unfortunately, um, this issue is not only contingent to black people, but- You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a it's a widespread issue. But I feel like, I mean, if we could build homes for black people, you know what I'm saying, and start to just establish people and get them off the streets and get them stable and in a situation where they can feel held and, and housed and kept, uh, mm-hmm. both that and paying money, I, I say twofold. One, fix the issue of homelessness mm-hmm. um, and black pro- poverty just because that issue is just is made worse by the multiplicity of being black. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, that right. becomes such a, an, a, a double negation Mm -hmm. of your existence but also investing money and turning all of these prisons that we've created into centers that help reestablish and create new lives for people who have largely black people who have largely been incarcerated i think would also be awesome so Mm -hmm. to start like so what that what would those centers look like um i mean i think you know in an ideal world Mm -hmm. uh we start to use prisons and facilities and create them into facilities instead of institutions where right. we institutionalize people. There's a facilities where you can really truly start to deal with and pay um, people to come in and deal with addiction, right? To deal with mm-hmm. mental health issues, to deal with 
socialization issues and to deal with, you know what I'm saying, helping people prepare themselves to be reintroduced into society, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think a large issue with these prisons is not only that they've been built, you know, per capita in such a way that is just grotesque and ugly, you know, in terms of the legal aspects of anti-blackness, but I also Mm -hmm. think that these prisons, while they're being built, are only being built to do one thing. So you locking niggas up and you taking niggas and throwing them in prison and you really truly are damning them to life sentences or to death. You know what I'm saying? Whether or whether or not that's the the sentence the judge gave them. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to say, cool, you put me in prison, but all right, I'm in prison. Let me Mm -hmm. go ahead and get this degree. I ain't got nothing else to do. Like, I literally ain't got nothing else to do. Like, Mm Pay and you know you want to talk about money and stuff like that. So I would take them reparations, flip them, give jobs, educate individuals. You know what I'm saying? You got you know literal prison. As much as you have a school to prison pipeline, there needs to be a prison society pipeline. And I think just the mm-hmm. inner workings yeah. of that could be paid for um, by some reparations. You know what I'm saying? Like because yeah. I think prisons are going to be an inherent part of the system, and money can't fix the messed up laws and the inherent anti-blackness that people feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Money ain't going to change laws. So I think while we're trying to figure out how to, to 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 work on the criminality of the system, the system needs to be better orchestrated to get people help. You know what I'm saying? And home, a lot of homeless people that are black end up in prison because they need a place to sleep. You know, these issues yeah. are all intertwined in real awkward and wild ways. You know what I'm saying? So people going to jail, you know, because they mentally unstable, because they can't get jobs, because they're emotionally unstable. You know what I'm saying? The psychological violence they've experienced has been so grave. What's your, what's your experience? No, that, that was just one of the things I had took note of was uh, free mental health counseling. Like, kind of like your center you had mentioned. Yeah. You know, that would be like an aspect of it. But I think as a whole, just as a black people, that is something that we need. You know, we have a lot of, it's a lot of violence that, you know, you talk you talk about structural violence a lot, and yeah. a lot of violence has just occurred on us as a people, you know, on, on all levels. So I think that's something that we deal with amongst our people that we really don't talk about. Absolutely, it is the mental health issues that that we go through. I mean, shoot, you know, we was talking about Cat Williams, you know, and oh yeah, <laughs> we we don't know yeah. if it's an issue of mental st- instability, but it you know, bring, there has it brings about the discussion. Definitely. Yeah, you know, it, at the very least, a lapse of judgment that may or may not yeah. be happening. Um, you know, if he had a better avenue or outlet to talk about some of these issues, or anybody mm-hmm. like him, or anybody not like him, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to typify Cat by any means, but. You know, those are the conversations that always start when you see people acting in abnormal ways that are inconsistent with loving on yourself and caring about mm-hmm. yourself and putting yourself first. And you see that every time he had food, who they call him? The police. Police. <laughs> he got a different mug shot, you know yeah. what I'm saying, for for every state he done been mm-hmm. in almost. And uh, uh, fooling with him, he had, he go he went to jail a, a couple days in a row for a minute, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's What's going on, man? It's, There's a close connection. He, he asked, well, the last time we, he asked his bodyguard to do something illegal and he wasn't with it. And yeah. I guess they took him back home and beat his ass. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what, what it is. <laughs> yeah. What? From my understanding, that's how it went down. So I'm just like, you know, it's all allegedly. Yeah. But, <laughs> but these are all consistent yeah, with people who are out. having like psychological so, breaks. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've, I've, that's been something I've uh, experienced dealing with someone that had mental health issues so it's uh it's a real thing and it's a scary thing and it's something that definitely um facts i like that you brought it up though um, yeah as far as the, the mental health counseling is, um, 
I mean, you know, that was just you could argue that center you talk about could just be a thing. You know, you know, we're not talking about incarcerated people, but you know, just a center for Absolutely. the community to Absolutely. to utilize. So, I mean, I mean and, some and of these things might exist, but I don't know. It's 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 about access too. So, I mean, I just know the answer. The, the answer for every issue black people ain't face, and that's why I thought about it like mm-hmm. college. Like, let's give niggas free college. I mean, and of course mm-hmm. that solves problems, but. College ain't for everybody. Like, you give everybody it free isn't. college, but everybody not made is not made to go to school. We still need the garbage man. We still but need we, the person at the grocery store. We still need the people working at the water department. You know what I'm saying? We need all of these people doing heavy labor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You good. No, I was just saying. I was just saying. <laughs> yeah. But but and, and, and free college is not solving mm-hmm. all the problems. That's not what, how society functions because not everybody goes. That was, and that's that a, was one thing I had was um, literacy programs. Right. You know, we all need to be able to read, and um, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure the statistics on, on, uh, you know, our liter- literacy in the United States, but I know educationally we, we aren't the top, and you know, as, as far as our people go, I'm, I know some people that got some reading issues, right. <laughs> and, you know, but it's not, it's not really a, a laughing matter because you, you need to read to be able to survive in this world, and Facts. that's something that, um, you know, like you said, everyone doesn't go to college, but we all need to be able to read and. I even think even with the literacy programs, like some financial literacy to yes. go along with that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So to educate, like I feel like even now I need to be educated. Like I'm going to say need to be educated. I feel like I always can be learning something, but I just want to, I feel like I don't know enough. So I have to like make that effort, you know, to know more, be more financial literate. Yeah. You say. I mean, particularly for black people, especially in a world mm-hmm. designed to prey on them. Um, specifically mm. in America through, you know, loaning companies through, uh, you know, high interest loans and stuff yeah. like that in our community, you know, title loans, all types of weird stuff that, you, you know, know, things are designed to have you in debt. You know? Right. And to, to recreate and calcify poverty. Right. Like these are all mm. things that we need to be willing to take swipes at by being educated about it, to be literate about it and to replace the education we're not getting in schools that are already dysfunctional and you know what I mean I mean and of course some of those uh some of those reparations I mean just spread but that would around be because we couldn't you know we, we well I guess this would be you know post slavery but we weren't even able to you know put our money in, in these certain banks to to accumulate definitely some right wealth you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like you know give me the the knowledge to be able to function outside that system which isn't for me we're we speaking peer reparation, so you know, give me something I can, you know, give me a chance, a real Facts. chance. Facts to to do actually have old money. Black people don't get to have mm-hmm. old money. That's why. Yeah, that's people. why I talk about a lot too. Like, you know, a lot of black people don't have old money. You know, there are some some well some. black families. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. And you know, more power to them. But there should be more. Yeah, we 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 been here, we been here. You talking about? I think there was something interesting that came up was like at. 1860, right before, you know, when the Civil War was about to be born, slaves were worth more than banks, factories, and railroads combined. Ooh. Ooh. The you know labor. what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just uh, as property were worth more than all those things. And like, you know, that's somebody wild. need to pay up. I mean, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's they, they'll they'll lie and say it's not possible. They'll lie and say, you know, we can't really do it. I really feel like that was Bernie's attitude when he said it's nil in Congress yeah. and that it's a divisive issue. But what people not, are not realizing is that the idea of reparations is not something that is new or that mm-hmm. only the United States has attempted. Germany 
um, in the face of responding to the victims of the Holocaust and to Nazism have been paying reparations to people affected by the Holocaust for the last 60 years, 60, almost 65 years, uh, to the amount of like for the last 60, 65 years, Mm -hmm. uh, 80,000 to a hundred thousand people, um, are paid like $3,300 a year. Right. Yeah. And this has been happening for over half a decade. I mean, half a century. Yeah. And so it's doable, right? Mm-hmm. Like the descendants of slaves can be found and located. And by mm-hmm. the way, slavery was not all that long ago, right? Right. Um, and so I'm talking about great grands can be found and located and we can yeah. start putting these this money back into these communities. And mm-hmm. let's not get into conversations about people who want to police what niggas going to buy because it don't matter. Right. It don't matter. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. If I want to go buy Jays, if I want to go buy an iPhone, if I want to go buy a hoverboard for both feet, honey, it does mm-hmm. not matter. Send that you, check. You can use A words. Run uh, my Stimulating money. the economy. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, very easy, you know, based on Germany, we need to be taking some notes and to, to do some models. I'm not saying take no notes in terms of, um, mm. you know, the Holocaust. Shout out to Donald Trump. He seems to be looking very closely at the German textbook in that regard. You oh, keep yeah. those lessons. Right, but bring on some reparations. Oh yeah. Um, bring, bring on them. the reparations. We need them. That w- so that we can see what's really good in the hood. Ooh, another thing I had was, you know, the ancestral tracking. I, I would imagine they would. Um, I don't know, have some stipulation for that, but also with that, um, once you find out, you know, where your blood come from, mm-hmm. how about letting us give us giving us some programs so that we can travel to Africa if we want to. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? our culture that was stolen from us. Or Marcus possibly, Garvey. You know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. It, 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 I'm not saying it's, it's straight up relocation because a lot of us feel like this, this is our shit here. But yeah. who's to say that we, I still want to want to go connect with my people um, back at the homeland? Absolutely. And I think we should so. definitely get the right and the opportunity to do that free of the charge. Oh, yeah. Um. I can agree with that 1,000%. I just, yeah. whatever it's going to be, mm-hmm. uh, here's the thing. Do you agree or disagree? In that same t- uh, t- ta Coates article that we, we had looked at and kind of talked about before we talk, we started discussing things, um, mm-hmm. the bottom of the quote, Bernie starts to talk about how he feels like the resources we better use to uh, be plugged into social services and social programming. Do you think that that is good, bad, a solution to the problem not responsive what do you think about that i think it's good but that's not what the fuck we was talking about (laughs) which is bernie's habit uh you know he'd be like that's cool like he want to make he want to give niggas jobs back like that's cool but that don't solve everything you know what i'm saying like that is not the solution i'm with tendahisi on this one like you know you picking out he, he claims to be radical so he leaves himself open for these criticisms yeah you know what I'm saying? He claims to be on the left, you know, against the establishment. But are you really against establishment? Those are the questions we have. The so, questions that need answers. <laughs> questions that need That's answer. not what we was talking about. But yeah. it's, I think it's, it still could be a good thing. But as far as the violence that was exhibited against our people, there needs to be some type of um, action. Yeah taken for towards that i say with the same gratuity that the violence mm-hmm. was done with the same liberal right. free falling just lock you up you try to get free i'm yeah. gonna come get you nigga all of that with that same freedom you need to ooze with um you know open up the pipeline for the 20 what is that 47 
14 trillion and just let trillion let the let the faucet fall you know what i'm saying and i know you're gonna be like oh i ain't got it whatever whatever again call germany they figured something out they 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 figured something out they can consult with us do something Uh, doctor what is it uh andrea (laughs) merkel to call somebody oh yeah um the chancellor um get somebody on the line because we need answers for my money i want my money even in 2016 yeah Right now, right now, run them jewels, <laughs> run, the, run them jewels. Hey, yeah, you, I don't know. That's, you know, that's a uh, also a killer Mike group, run the jewels. Oh no, I ain't even know. Oh uh, yeah, he run, yeah, he got like a little rap group going. I, I stoned a part of on Spotify a while ago, mm-hmm. but uh, him, it's him like a little white dude. I'm not sure. Might be light skins. He's like a white dude. Um, him and Killer Mike though, killing it. They got Run the Jewels and then uh, Run the Jewels Two, and they about to do Run the Jewels Three coming up pretty soon. So it's just some some dope hip hop. All right, um, y'all keen to that? Go. You yeah. said on Spotify. Yeah, I, you know I listen to everything on Spotify. So of course, uh, Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels Two. I don't even know if a lot of people know Killer Mike was still doing the thing, but yeah, he I think he he went over to Europe with with dude and everything. So mm-hmm. he been he been moving around a little bit. So. Right on. Yeah, run the just, when you said that, run them jewels, yeah. It clicked. Shout out to Killer Mike. Well, if we talking about high hip-hop, you can check out that Killer Mike project, Run Them Jewels, on Spotify, or you can listen in right now because we're about to slide into another song. Oh, uh, yeah. The next jam we're about to play uh, comes from an artist by the name of Boy Dutch, repping Kansas City, Missouri, all day long. This so, song is so. called, yeah, and we actually, we, we knew Dutch from uh, undergrad. Shout out to Emporia yeah. State University. We had a good Making time running around there. Absolutely. And now he's making moves. So, Boy Dutch coming to you right now with a song called Juice. If you're looking Juice. for him, check him out on SoundCloud. Misfit Dutch. M I S F I T Dutch on SoundCloud. Hot music right there. Right now, check it out. What's the name of the song, Cam? Juice. Hey. <laughs> I got the juice. 
I'm extending at my window, pissed off black man fighting for my people, and I ain't never gonna stop, even if they say we're equal, cause a nigga was asleep, but I'm up now, that's right, God King Dust just touched down, head locked up, black crown King tuck now, who's tough now, nigga what now, be like, walking in the sun, that's a blessing, I'm just walking in my melanin, I'm about to teach a lesson, like, never be ashamed where you come from, proud African for the beat of my African thumb drum, working this conundrum, with my, what, that right, you guessed it, I got the, I got the, juice, chop help chop now don't turn it off now just because we said help chop okay <laughs> don't get all antsy or whatever because we're talking about um our bodies it's something that both myself and uh cam g the coolest really care about a whole lot we are both be- being very intentional or as intentional as possible yeah uh, we're yeah. focusing on our health and we want to encourage you to do the same thing you know what i'm saying that way when we put out new episodes you can be feeling good looking good and doing good things and enjoying it you know, as we grow with the show, you feel me? Yeah, kill it, kill it. Be healthy. It's, yeah. a, it's a thing. It's a thing. But what's up, Health Chop? What's going down? I I really wanted to hit on this because I was like sick last week. You know, right. for like four days, and just you know, you, you, I was also reading a book called Nutricide by uh, uh, Leila Africa. Which you know, shot, if all the scholars out there want to check that out, it's definitely worth the read. I'm about halfway through it right now, so we might go through it when I finish it. But right. You know, being sick and, you know, it's, the book is about diet and all that. And one of the I- ideas in the book is, you know, all sickness is related to your diet. So, and one of the last things I remember eating before I got sick was a patty melt from Whataburger. Mm. And I love Whataburger, you know what I'm Mercy, saying? Mercy, Whataburger. <laughs> Not blaming Whataburger on my sickness, but it's just, you know, it definitely didn't do anything to help me combat whatever was about to come. Right. So, it just... You know, I like you know I, I stay on my workout grind, but for some reason I had slacked off that week, and slacked off on my eating, and then boom, I get sick. So it's just like mm-hmm. you know what it you know they're reading, and then also reading the book. It's like there's definitely you know a connection of you know me getting sick and you know what I was doing leading up into that. So it's just like it just makes you think of just the um, how important it is you know to be mindful of you know staying active but also about what you're putting in your body because it affects you and um it definitely just, it just i don't know it just it just made me really reflect on the things that i was doing so yeah I, and well, i know you you got your health journey your journey that you've been on and you've been killing it so i don't know if you want to hit on that or what but well before i before i even get into kind of the little stuff i've been doing because you were saying yeah. you know when you get off your rhythm and when you get off your pivot you know you you can really tell yeah. what are some of the things that you know you any goals or any things that you've been intentionally trying to work toward either this year or just as a whole like what are some of your fitness goals what are things that you try to make sure you're doing or getting to um definitely drinking water like throughout the day like it's just like 
I don't know. You have, it has to become a habit. Like, fiddling with your fingers, you drinking water. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's just a, a constant thing. Probably number one. Um, what I need, to, I guess I could say the thing that I need to get better at is my sleep. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. There, there'll be times when I'm, you know, I'm up late and then up fairly early. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that's definitely important because your body needs rest to be able to, you know, recover from those workouts that I've done or, and to, to allow my body to, you know, to digest and do everything it needs to do to, you know, be better for the next day. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I can definitely be better at. Um, definitely. My, that's that's the part of the process that I definitely under mm-hmm. underthink about, undercalculate. I don't really, you know, pay a lot of attention to the sleep that I begin. And I know you're not lying because mm-hmm. that repair time is important. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it affects you just. You know, so much this your immune system, how your food is digesting, how you metabolize, and just everything. It's, it's sleep is probably number one for me. What I need to work on. Um, yeah, I've been trying to cut out just a lot of the fast food stuff. And the times that I've, I've I have gone, I've um, I don't get the fries if I'm at a you know Whataburger. That's that's the one I go to. It's mm-hmm. either the the patty melt or the or the chicken melt. Saying so, but I don't get the meal anymore, so I you know, try to cut out the fries. No, staying away from the soda already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no cut soda. Out. yeah. But you know, I went shopping today, so I'm in just trying to buy more greens. So I'm actually trying to make some greens. Here what's your favorite green thing? What's your what's your go to green? Oh, uh, well, I got the drink I've been hitting daily now. It's like a um, like a powder, and it's um, and it actually tastes like straight up vegetables. They just Got a bunch of stuff, spinach and like lemon, and it's whatever's green. They threw it in one thing, grind it up, got it real fine, and it's a powder. So I put it in my water in the morning, mm-hmm. and I've been doing that for like the last week and a half. And it's definitely like I don't know, it's, it just it, it just feels good. Like once you were talking about some energy, like just the difference in just the way yeah, you feel. Yeah, it's like a, a energy that that I'm that I'm getting from it, and right it's not on. like I'm just like when we think energy, I guess you we think like. You know, like an energy drink, mm-hmm. and it's getting you like way up here and all that. It's, it wasn't like, like that. Juiced just, and amped or whatever. Yeah, like. I just no. I just felt good, and it's like you know, it's a good. That's um, that was recommended through the book. Um, drinks like that, and I'm definitely um, notice a difference. Right. Um, when I get to hit it in the morning, because it was like two mornings I didn't, I I, I immediately noticed. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, this is some, something I'm gonna keep doing. So definitely trying to incorporate more greens, just because being. Um, being our African selves, you know that's that's should be a staple of our diet. You know, for sure, grains. for sure, so a, just, a much larger part of it. Mm-hmm, so. Much larger. So I'm just uh, that's that's a goal too. Just more greens. So mm-hmm. I sleep more greens. Definitely stay in my water. Um, I'm going to try to challenge myself in the. You know, I've been working out for so long because of football and sports. You know, I just mm-hmm. kind of get lulled sometimes. You know, I'm gonna just do this just so I can still look good. So right. I haven't really. There's things I definitely can go in there and like challenge myself. Don't kill myself. I ain't about to be playing or nothing. <laughs> but you know, just push myself a little more. So I can definitely, you know, I can definitely do that. I definitely have the energy to do it, even with work. So, mm-hmm. so kind of try to mix it up a little bit. Just keep and just it, keep it, keep it, it fresh in the gym. Yeah, yeah. I know that's that. Like I've been trying to be daring. I needed to do that real bad, and so I started trying to just design my workouts. And you know, you know my experience mm-hmm. uh, with workouts is is far different from yours, just in terms of you know where I was and just my general level of comfort. But over time, you know, we've been we've been getting it in a little bit. Yeah. And 
I mean, I've definitely been having a blast just kind of pushing my body to the limits and seeing what it's capable of and seeing, you know, where it could go and learning how to read my body. Like, that's one big thing. I could never really understand what my body was changing or why or what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I think a mixture of me just getting older and understanding how important it is to pay attention to your body and what's happening, you know, just a part, general part of maturing. But also with this journey has been just to, you know, pay attention and love on your body and do stuff that makes it act right. Do stuff yeah. that makes it do what it was designed to do or whatever. And Perform I'm learning. optimally. Yeah. You know, <laughs> optimal performance is yeah, a thing. Optimal. And I'm actually learning my body backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of stuff for the first time in my life. Like, you know, I'm doing push-ups for the first time ever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> in my whole, like, thinking back, like, I was talking to a friend of mine, walking around, um, for the first time, finally slid up to Hollywood Boulevard, Boulevard okay. and uh, Sunset Boulevard this weekend. Shine on them. You know what I'm saying? A little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Uh, but, I mean, we walked like six miles, six, seven miles up wow. there, you know, and, and talking to him about how awesome it was to know that when he said, you know, you want to go walk around there, I didn't really have to bat an eye. You know, for a second, I went back to super hyper fat girl mode. Not that I'm completely out of it, but like. <laughs> You know, super hyper lazy, you know, yeah. mode. And I was, you know, I, I for a second you get discouraged when people are like you mm-hmm. want to go. You be like, Ugh. and you have to remember, like, wait a minute, I can do that without getting mm-hmm. tired, or I'm as tired as the people I'm with, or you know what I'm yeah. saying, like, yeah. and and be, feeling like that, you know, and reflecting. We would start talking about um, the old PT test, you know, from um, school. Yeah, when you got to right. go, you know, do the toe things, you do the bar mm-hmm. raises, and you do the little whatever. And Lord Jesus running that damn mile, honey, was just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause I was, I was, uh, you can count on it. Who's going to be the last one out there? La- Latoya will be the last one. She's going to bring Ooh, us you in. Gave me your name. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Toya G in the building. She's going to bring, she's going to be the one to bring it around. And, but that, yeah, back then, yeah. you know, that's who I was. And, mm-hmm. That's, you know, what I understood about myself was that it wasn't going to be a thing. I wasn't going to last. I have no endurance. I can't really do it. I'm cool as a fan. And I wasn't even unphysical. It's just when it comes to stuff like that, right. I'm not going to pass. I wasn't, like, super lazy. You know what I'm saying? I played sports. I played football and basketball with the little boys outside on the street and yeah. at the school. I just was big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so having, you know, I think total uh, from my peak weight up to where I'm at now, I could be over 200 pounds down. You know what I'm saying? And I think. Amazing. From when I started, um, which mm-hmm. was, was like picked it back up again and really started after grad school. I gained like 30 pounds in grad school. And I think from then into now, I'm probably 70-something pounds down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's last year, January, uh, up to this time. I've, I've lost a little bit of weight. And so just trying to be consistent with that, you know, and enjoying, what you, you know, think, seeing my body change. What do you think? What's been the, like, the biggest factor in, in the journey? Eating. Um, differently, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and working out, you know, a lot of people, you know, if you ask anybody, they'll say 80% of, you know, what you're doing is about what you're eating. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the other 20 is what you're doing in the gym. And I definitely, definitely agree with that, but I love both of them equally and see the importance and the changes so much. Um, in both of them, you know, I have little muscles now I can see Mm -hmm. the roundness in my shoulders, right? Like Mm -hmm. I can feel my, my delts and I can feel my, you know, my hamstrings and my thighs, you know, my, Mm -hmm. I see a line in my leg, you know what I'm saying? Where my (laughs) calf is supposed to be like, those things are amazing to me. And there are transformations I've seen in my body because I've been working it out. Mm -hmm. And so I enjoy my gym time. I enjoy getting in there and getting, you know, sweaty. And and what I call, I used to make happy plates and now I make happy shirts. You know, my shirt needs to be drenched. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? That makes me feel good Mm -hmm. because 
Um, you know, it's a sign and a symbol of a job. You know, maybe not well done. Maybe I didn't have a perfect workout, but that I yeah. did way more than I would have before. I used to have a lot of dry T-shirts, you know, every day. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, that feeling of accomplishments when you accomplishment when you can walk out of, you know, a gym saying I did my thing, that's just a really, that's addictive to me. You know what I'm saying? And then working um, out. I mean, eating, eating is just, that's been the, probably, you know, the most difficult thing, but it's been the thing that I've tried to adjust the most to and figure out. And that's where I can always do better. And I know that's where my goals are in, t- are in terms of eating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm learning and figuring it out and getting into different different things and trying to be consistent and it's just it's a it's a it's a chore but it's worth it so you you got a, a gym out there right definitely i mean yeah. plenty fitness ten dollars you know ten dollars ten dollars yeah. ten dollars all you need is ten dollars in a debit card Mine and you can go to 20 yeah i mean 20 right. 20 is for the access to all the gym you know what i'm saying the ten dollars mm-hmm. is a bare minimum if you just have a home oh, gym okay. you want to go to in your neighborhood mm-hmm. the twenty dollars just gives you access to every planet fitness everywhere and mm-hmm. um I think I'll access to like you can get a massage or something like that every now and again and whatever. But oh, to 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 go and just get into shape and just get on top of something, you know, a, a elliptical, the stirs, the treadmill, mm-hmm. throw some weights around. It's ten dollars, and yeah, okay. you know, I, I, eventually I'll invest more in a gym when I want more out of it. But for all intents and purposes, I don't think you have to. Man, I don't I'm, think so I'm paying either. Twenty in mine, and it's pretty much the same deal minus the massages you mentioned. But that yeah, and I don't even know nobody who goes and takes advantage of the massages. <laughs> really. The ten dollar, the extra ten dollars mm-hmm. you paying is for the convenience of going to any Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. and I think you can bring guests, and so that uh, a guest, and so I think that ends up being really neat for people who are trying to get people into the mode. I know that I, I should probably upgrade just because I, you know, I fell in love with the gym, and so people know if you coming out here to come visit me, bring your gym clothes. Um, yeah. If you are gonna be with me for more than twenty four hours, you might want to bring some gym clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Come come kick it with me. Come do something, you know. And I, yeah. I'm not perfect with it, you know. I'm only working out maybe four times a week. But when I get in there, it's time to get in there. As a matter of fact, when we get done with this, I'm getting in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got mine before. So Yeah, yeah. It's a it's just about finding that groove, finding what you like and getting into it. I just I love throwing weights around. Yeah. Um I'm enjoying learning how to use my own body weight. That's my interest now, is now that I'm mm. a little more mobile and agile. Um, you know, getting in that floor um, mm. and, and doing more jumping. You know, I'm, I hate lunges. You know, one day mm. I'm going to stare them down and do some. No, no, not right now. I hate them, you know. But I'm, my squat game is tight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, That's what I got game. into a lot before I stopped uh, playing football was uh, my last couple of years in the off season, I would do, like, a lot of uh, body weight and right. bands and plyos and stuff like that. So, that's – yeah, I saw my – strength and all that definitely increased doing that stuff so like I didn't realize the value doing those type of stuff but yeah that's that's where it's at I mean at moving, first my knees and my body. ankles just wasn't made mm. to be doing all that jumping jacks and hey. you know <laughs> And all that kind of stuff like that. And to this still, yeah. I don't think I can really get down there. And this is just me being candid, like um, mm. burpees and stuff. I probably can. I probably just really. I'm yeah. at the point too where everything I told myself I couldn't do like last year, I probably need to go back and retry. Because you can do it. You don't even probably know. and don't even yeah. know. I can. You know, maybe not perfect and maybe not a whole hell of a lot mm. of them, but I could be starting to to get into some new things. And so yeah, you know, I that's probably need to be going back to some of that stuff because I really, I really slack. Like like we talked about, is me, you know pushing myself a little harder like i need to go back to some of those things where you're out honey the try yeah, to choose is try to choose for a reason they will wear you out yeah, uh, okay yeah, 
Wear you out. I be, ooh, that floor be so juicy. I be like, somebody bring a mop down here. I done really done it over here in this little puddle. But that's, that's you know, my birthday's in June. You know what I'm saying? And June yeah. is coming soon like a movie. So I'm really hey. focused on, you know, getting getting to that point. I'm already, you know, just wait on it. I ain't even going to start tooting no horns or whatever yeah. about what's happening with these clothes. They claim it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to just tell y'all. Stay yeah. tuned. You Stay feel tuned. Me? You feel me? I had to put my accent on. You feel me? Stay tuned, <laughs> Shawty. It's going down. Oh, it's, going, it's going down. Mm, what they saying? What, what they saying? Like? Say- I don't know who we talking about <laughs> right now. We talking like this and niggas. Huh? <laughs> I what a woman. What they say? Ah. Yeah. You remember BT from Atlanta? Yeah. I, can, I can't even do it. Man. Shout out to BT. Uh, yeah, I can't BT, even do it. BT, that's smart. You can't even do it. Nah, you can't. Which I say in Houston, it's going down. Lithonia, Lithonia. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Country boys. For real, for real. Hey, for real, for real. Love y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, fitness is a thing. If anything, yeah. I just want to encourage y'all out there. Find some strategies. Find some tips. Find some goals to get active. Find some small ways to wean yourself off of a lot of the chemicals, a lot of the sugars, a lot of the nonsense that slide themselves into our food. That not even it's cool to have some every now and again. Like G just said, he got a water burger. I, you know, love. Oh my God, I love a good chip. You know what I'm saying? And I just <laughs> you can just name a chip. I like chips. Chips mm-hmm. is fire. You know what I'm saying? But find a way to just strategize and move around them. I, I like baked Cheetos now. Baked hot Cheetos are pretty dank. Fifty percent less fat. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just I feel better eating them. I have me a little handful or two and then I go sit down somewhere. You know what I mean? But finding yeah. small ways to navigate, you know, your body. Not that you shouldn't love the skin that you're in, because I definitely love it. But right. you know, always be striving. What I'm doing is striving to be a better the best version of myself possible. Hey, that's how we can do. Best version of myself possible. Uh anything else, G, before we close it out? I'm good. I've had a had a full day. Got some good groceries. Got some workout in. Amazing. Talk we to had my some good conversation. Yeah. We, up, you know we had saying? some good chop. Yeah, then I'm gonna probably go watch uh, House of Cards and watch that Savage uh, Frank Underwood. Good business. Season four, so. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is on Netflix. I think it's been there for a while. I'll probably oh, be watching some of that. I, I didn't know that. No shame, Shotty. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of the Power Rangers is my favorite. I used to just want to be the orange one. They didn't have one that color, and I figured I could diversify in that Let way. Let me tell you about the Power Rangers. When I was, was really, I used to be want to be the black Power Ranger because he was the only black one. That exactly. was my only reason. Yeah. <laughs> He was going to pop like a little bit and hit a dance yeah. move for it. He yeah, got he's gonna you. Yeah, going to and everything. He all the stereotypes and shit, but fuck it. Uh. <laughs> and then he had, I had to like the little gloves and make the little noise. Like, Facts. Boy, I was cold with it. Hey, shout out to all my 80s and 90s babies out there. Shout out to Y'all the know Power Rangers. Every, listen, we, we lived in a real good time. We had we a, got too we loud. Had, we got too yeah, loud. yeah, they... <laughs> Y'all may not understand, but check it out on Netflix. And most importantly, if you want to talk to us about anything, you want to submit some music, you want to submit some content, you want to give us some feedback, always go to our SoundCloud, of course, and listen. The dash chop dash up, the chop up on SoundCloud. But send us an email at the chop up email at gmail.com, the chop up mm-hmm. email at gmail.com. That's where you should send your music, your comments, your feedback. Send your love. Follow us on Facebook. We in here. It's the chop this up. This is the chop up. And we out. Peace. <laughs> 
is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up, and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G, and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the West Coast, but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically, cause on the mic, on the phone, we gon' have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media. And you can chop up any day, cause you can stream us in any place. And then I say I was Cam G, the coolest. Had to reel you in if you never knew us. Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers. And this is a recording where no one can do it lava. This is the chop up. This is the chop up.